Hello, welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, and human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now, here's your host, two-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kosowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we talk about life, business, and human potential. And that leadership, being the leader in your own life, really stepping up so you can live rich from the inside out. Today, I have a special guest, and actually, we got connected on Instagram, so you never know where you're going to meet people, and I can't wait to meet this gentleman in person. Sean Anthony, at a young age, knew what it took to stand out from the crowd, and at the age of 14, he became a serial entrepreneur by collaborating with others to host his own events, bringing people together in the thousands. Wow. <laughs> he always found himself in situations where he collaborated with peers to help them reach a goal or serve a cause. Later in life, Sean's ability to collaborate and facilitate was identified by corporate leaders who elevated him to various leadership positions, and he was promoted six times in four years. As the host of Schools Over, Now What?, the podcast as the lead mentor of the Now What Academy, Sean now serves students and professionals across the world who are stuck in their situations. He uses his gift to bring together industry leaders who share their stories, wisdom. His mission is to help others identify their gifts, create roadmaps to success, and offer practical advice and motivation to complete the journey. I am super excited to have you, Sean, um, on the show. Thank you for joining us. Hey, I'm, I'm excited to be here. That was probably one of the best intros I've ever had in my life. I've been on a lot of shows. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much. So um, I want to dive into your podcast because one of the things that is a burning point for me, so I was like, when I saw the title of your podcast, I'm like, yes, I'm glad someone's addressing this in the world because so many individuals that I run into stop reading books. They stopped yeah. reading as soon as school was out. I don't need to touch another book in my life. Yeah. So tell me about your experience with that and a little bit more about what you've been doing. Yeah. So with the podcast, I mean, the, what, what made me want to create it is that I saw so many people that I graduated with that were just stuck. They were just lost. To your point, they didn't want to read those books, right? They didn't know what to do next. And that kind of led me to creating the show. Um, and the show right now has completely blown up. We feature, if you know somebody that you really like, nine times out of 10, they've been on the show or they either are going to be on the show. And I think it's so important to keep learning. So from an educational standpoint, if you aren't reading the books, if you aren't listening to the audio books, podcast is a great way to learn so i knew the podcast would be able to reach people that i wouldn't have the ability to any other way so that was really got me excited about creating it and that's why i do it each and every single week awesome so some of the common themes that you talk about give us some examples yeah so some of the common things we talk about is business entrepreneurship success and some of the most prized guests I've ever had on the show are people who have started from nothing 
or either came from a bad home. And that's something that a lot of people can relate to, you know, coming from a struggle and figuring out what to do next in that struggle. So a lot of the topics we generally have are people who have figured out what to do after college is over or even just high school. And here's the key thing. Um, as an entrepreneur, as someone who's driven, um, we figure things out. You know, someone will say, oh, well, what makes you think you can do that? I'm like, watch me, right? So what, what have you, share with us some examples of how when you've figured out things, what's the process that you use to figure out things? Yeah. So what I do to figure out things is I try to analyze, but at the same time, I try to just do the work. A lot of people, you know, they get caught up on figuring out, okay, how do I, you know, do this next step? I think you got to put yourself out there and do the work, but I think the real key is being consistent. So you have to ask yourself, okay, can I do this the next 10 days or can I do this every single week? And if you keep trying to attempt to go towards a goal and you're consistent, you're going to reach it. So for me, it's really about being consistent in times of doubt. Yeah. I love that. Consistent in times of doubt. That's, that's like a headline. <laughs> yeah. uh, but one of the things that I noticed, like people will, let's say the goal is six weeks out, they're into day five and they're not seeing results. They get frustrated. What would you recommend to those people who are just on the tip of, you know what, I'm just going to throw in that towel. Yeah. You got to go back to why you wanted to do it in the beginning. You have to treat a, a new project, you have to treat um, a focus or a six week agenda as if you're a rookie, because you, you will never go as hard as you will when you're a rookie, because you're hungry, you want to accomplish things. So it's kind of like going back to center. So go back to you know why it is that you wanted to start this, channel those emotions, and those are the emotions that you're gonna need that's gonna help you get over that hurdle and get over that hump. And the other thing with that, you know, channeling, but that why is so, so important. And I think at any time when people lose their why, that's when things start falling off track. Yes. Yes. Simon Sinek said it best. He has a great book called Start With Why, right? And if you can think about why it is what you're doing, and it works for businesses, it works for companies. You think about Apple, you think about Dell. There's a big difference between Apple and Dell. Apple knows why it is in business. Dell is just a place we just know they make computers. And that's not saying Dell doesn't make a better computer than Apple. They might even make a better computer. But people don't buy into the product until they understand why you do what you do. So I think that's in terms of someone that's struggling. It can maybe be your family. That may be your why. So whatever it is for you, I believe that you always have to start with why 100%. So what's your why? Yeah, why is the family? I mean, why is the family? I have a beautiful wife. I have a beautiful daughter. And I always have to think about what I want their future to look like. You know, recently I was traveling and I was traveling in multiple places with a lot of big names, as you may have heard of, like Ed Milet, Dave Meltzer, all those guys. And you see the genuine love they have for their family. And you understand that, hey, we all have that same focus. Why not remember why it is that you're doing what you're doing and think of them when it gets tough. Think of them when it gets hard, because if they are your why, that's all you need to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. One of the whys that I have is, is about sharing my gifts with the world yeah. um, because of a childhood incident. You know, we had a tragic family member pass away oh, wow. um, in a tragic event, five people, alcohol involved and five deaths. Oh, man. And I was only about eight years old, but I wanted to give a gift because I thought I could be the solution. 
and everybody's like, Deb, not now is not the time. Now is not the time. And then, you know, it's funny how you embed those messages inside of you and they don't come up until years later. And I'm like, so how am I holding myself back? Remembering that story. And I think I've played full out majority of the time, but I think there has been times where you hold yourself back based on the message that you heard before. And now I'm at the point is like, you know what? If I don't fulfill my gift and share it with the world, other people are not going to receive it and they can't continue to give theirs either because people are holding back their gifts. And my mission is to make sure that people are sharing those gifts with the world. Yeah. And as you're doing that, what I would tell you is that like, never feel like you said it too many times. There's billions of people on this planet and there's billions of people who don't even know you exist. So continue to kind of share that story and share that message because what I find out as you continue to share your story, it's going to resonate with somebody and you're going to save a life. I've yeah. seen that happen a lot of times. Yeah. And that's so, so powerful. And that's the thing that I really, you don't know who you're going to impact, but that one person you impact can impact at least 250 plus because then we have create this domino effect. And if you don't follow through on your gifts and share what you have for the world, you are doing a true disservice. 100% agree with that. So when it comes to really setting yourself up for success, what are the habits that you have put in place to go beyond, you know, school's out, nobody's putting that structure in. What have you built into your life? Yeah, I've built a routine of getting up before everyone else is up. So I'm usually up at like four o'clock in the morning. So at about four o'clock in the morning, that gives me at least about average, at least two hour jump against the world. So I try to treat my days as if they're three days. What can I accomplish in 24 hours that will be consistent of having like three days? Breaking it up to the point of I'm going to accomplish A to B, but I'm going to accomplish it before 10 a.m. So that's one of the habits that I've created is to make more time out of my days so that I get more than what the average person gets in a week. Another habit that I do as well is I drink a lot of water. I had, um, there's, there's a guy by the name of Jim Quick who is very good at talking about minds, right? And brains. So one of the things I've learned from him is to brush your teeth with the opposite hand that you use, which kind of gets those, you know, those neurons going. It kind of gets you a head start on you know, your thinking process. So I always do those things. And even with the podcast, I try to make sure everything is done to the T uh, by Thursday. So whether I'm hopping on a plane, traveling to another guest, or whether I have a coaching client, everything's taken care of so that my consistency never falls off. So you can always guarantee that, hey, at Friday, 12 a.m., something is going to jump on iTunes. Uh, so that's a little bit about like my habits and my like daily routines. And how do you carve out time to create that family balance? Yeah. So this is one thing I learned from Ed Milet, and it's helped me a lot. Um, one of those things is that as you are going through different phases, if you're going into a home, you're going to a house, and that's your daughter, your wife, whoever that loved one is, you need to be able to give them that first one hour of undivided attention, especially if you're in the business world, you're very networking, you're constantly talking to people, give them that one hour. And that one hour changes everything because you take your phone, you leave your phone in the car. It's one of those key things. Leaving your phone in the car, don't touch it, don't go back out for it, and go in there and be the joy. You got to bring the joy to every room. And you also got to ask yourself before you get out of that car, is who, does, who do they need me to be right now? 
So do they need me to be super dad? Do they need me to be the best husband of all time? Do they need me just to be a listening ear? So that as you're transitioning, whether you're coming from a hard day at work or you're having a hard coaching call, as you're transitioning, you're approaching that new situation with a better mindset. So that's one of the best things I can probably tell you. Wow. And on a scale of zero to 10, where are you at with that? Uh, right now, always probably, probably about an eight. Probably about eight. There's always, there's always potential for growth, right? About eight. Um, yeah. And then it's also having a compromise and understanding that, like, I think with your partner or whoever it is for you, I think you have to understand what they're trying to accomplish at the same time. Like you see the bigger picture, it's going to pay off. Yes. Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to ask you is when it comes to you know, going after goals, really, do you follow the process of writing them down, breaking them down, you know, because people talk about the prescription and structure of, and, uh, you know, I, it, in research, it shows that the top 3% write down those goals, and they recite them maybe two to three times a day. I'm wondering how you approach your goals. Yeah, as you're saying, I look to my right, because I actually have a, uh, a whiteboard, which has a bunch of goals on it. Um, and, and it's a whiteboard, which is a vision, which has me walking by every single day to look at those goals. Um, and some of those goals, and I'll share them with you, um, some of those goals are growing the coaching business, um, getting featured, landing huge guests, landing huge network deals, um, and continue to, to grow the podcast to a certain amount of ratings. So for me, I do like writing down goals. But I like writing down big goals that I can see on a daily basis. And when you're going after big goals, you don't need to get too scared about them. I think if you go after big goals, the key is to take one of those goals and learn how to batch it. And what I mean by that is if your goal is to grow your coaching business, your goal is to grow, to grow whatever clientele you have going on, channel that whole week and batch that one week just about growing that. Give your whole focus. Because if you're going after like three of those goals at the same time, somebody's going to lose. Yeah. So that's, that's a huge key. But I'm definitely about writing down. I'm definitely about seeing it. And I got to see it at least every day. And there's also a chart. So like there's a chart where I kind of shade in things. So it kind of shows me the growth. Are we getting there? Nice. Are we getting there? So I think it's very important to visualize that. So one of the things that I find when people get frustrated, Sean, is that they're not actually measuring those successes. Like you said, you know, shading in, how far are we getting? Because all they see is that they're not where they need to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're not giving themselves enough credit either because there's small things that you're accomplishing that you forget. And if you're writing those things down, then you'll start giving yourself the momentum you need to keep going forward. Yeah. And it has to be a visual thing. Like I have friends who they're running, a uh, thousand kilometers and there's this shoe running shoe that they color in right to oh, see wow. how far they got and when the shoes all filled in they ran a thousand kilometers right others use gan charts and color codes and everything like that but until you start recognizing that and actually do you spend time in visualization as well is that something that you do yeah i think i think like i think i see things like i see like let's say Let's say there's something I want to accomplish, right? And let's say, let's, let's just be honest. Let's say it's somebody really huge, really huge that I want to land on a show. I see myself beside them. I see it happening. And, it, and, and, and it's crazy as it sounds. It actually happens a lot quicker than I even thought it would happen. Um, but, but I don't do a whole lot of visualization, but I can see someone and know that at some point in life, we're going to connect. 100%. I love that. I love that. So knowing that you're going to connect with people and um, really 
I want to go into into intuition because we talk about visualizing, we talk about those uh, wins. Yeah. Did you ever hear like when you had that moment of silence, or it's like I need to contact this person. It just comes to you, and you contact them, and they're ready for you, right? Whereas, or there's something that you need to apply on, or an email you need to send. That just that inner voice that says you need to do this now before you do anything else. Yeah, that happens. I mean, that happens. And I think it happens. Sometimes it happens in times of doubt. So like, for example, like if you say, okay, I could never get this to happen. And, and something says, okay, you should try to do it. But I, what I want to challenge anybody that's listening to this is challenge yourself to think crazy. Dream crazy, believe bigger. Think crazy. So like if you, if you want to make a huge deal, you want that deal to happen and you want it to be X, Y, and Z amount, that amount's too low. Go higher. If you want to be speaking on stages in the next three months, go harder. You can speak on stages in the next 30 days. For me, if it's, I want to connect with the biggest person in this space, instead of doing it like, like via whatever phone or however we're going to do it, I, someone's going to tell me, and it's told me before, I'm going directly to them. I'm flying to them. Don't flying know how I'm them. going to do it. Don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm flying to them and I'm going to respond, we'll fly. Okay. Because the moment you do that, they set everything up. It goes from, it goes from, oh, here's the Skype name to, hey, we are located X, Y, and Z. You know what? Like, forget come to the office. I want you to come to the house because that is going to surprise the other person. And that's yeah. how you build relationships. Okay. So for those people thinking, oh, well, that's great, Sean. I, yeah. I don't have the money coming in. Uh, yeah. how, how do I make things happen without putting my family at jeopardy? And, I, and I'm addressing all those doubters and naysayers out there because I do know that when you make the effort, people, the world provides, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, what, what do you tell those people who say, yeah, good for you. You probably have some money in the bank. You got something you can sacrifice. You got something you can sacrifice. You got, you got, you, you, you're probably going out to eat three days a week. You're probably spending anywhere between 60 to $70 at like Texas Steakhouse or Roof Chris, or you're, you're probably eating lavish things. You could go peanut butter and jelly. You can go oodles and noodles if you really wanted it. Um, you probably have some nice watch or some nice computer that you have at home that you just enjoy so much. You don't always need it. You can get it back. So I, you have to start looking around at different spaces of what are you willing to sacrifice now that's minimum to get the maximum so you can make it happen. It's easy. You got to figure out what are you willing to let go to go get it. And you know, people I've spoken to, they're like that word sacrifice. Yeah. Just, oh my gosh. Like, is it a trade-off? Is it sacrifice? But that word really um, has a lot something. of energy behind it for them. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Um, a lot of people probably won't tell you this. Somebody's listening to this and this is probably going to hurt them, but this is the truth they need to hear. If you aren't willing to sacrifice for a dream or a goal that you want to have, forget that dream, forget that goal. It's okay to go be a teacher. It's okay to go be, you know, a stay at home mom. It's okay to go be uh, 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 someone that's going to change somebody else's life, maybe even a cop. But if you got a crazy dream, you got a crazy goal and you can't stop thinking about it, then sacrifice is what you're going to have to do. And really, how, it comes down to how, how important is this to you? And it's not that being a stay-at-home mom or a teacher is, is bad. Not at all. We need all of you. We need yep. everybody from the clerk, clerk in the grocery store. We need all of you. 
But knowing that if you have this big dream that you need to go after it and what are you going to do to get there? You know, often with people, the first place they'll go is the latte, the latte factor, right? Yeah. When Starbucks. When back on that, Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, one of my friends said, oh, are you going to go get that expensive flavored, because I don't drink coffee, that expensive flavored water, like that tea? Mm -hmm. And I looked at her and I never thought of it that way. When I would get a tea from, you know, David's Tea or Starbucks or wherever it was, she goes, you know, you could just go get Tetley from the grocery store. It's flavored too. And I would just, it would just put things in a whole different perspective is what are you willing to do to get what you want? Yeah. You know, and it goes back to Albert Einstein's, you know, that insanity is doing the same things over and over and getting the same results. So what are you going to do differently? Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got to do something different. I mean, you got to do something different. If you, your, your desires are your heart and yours to have. You would not have that desire, that goal, if it wasn't meant for you to have it. You just got to look around and see, okay, what am I going to do to obtain it? Awesome. Awesome. So what is one of the biggest changes that you made in your life as you started your journey? I think one of the biggest changes is that I've, I've popped the top off of capacity. I've blown the lid off of it. Because because I, I, I think one of the biggest changes is that there are goals that we set that we think are really high goals, but they're not as high as we think they are. You can get closer to them if you set them a little bit more crazy. That makes any sense. So I think one of the things I've done to change is that I've blown the lid off what I thought my limitations were. I love that. Blown the lid off limitations. Blown it off. Beautiful. Beautiful. So who would be one of your greatest mentors and what was the greatest lesson they ever taught you? Wow. Um, there's so many, I think, I think in life you have different mentors at different times of your life. Um, when, when I was at the corporate, I was promoted six times in four years, there's always a mentor in that space that sees a talent in you, that sees what you want to do. Um, after being out of that corporate world, I think about my mentors now, where they help me at the most is that they think different. But what I'm finding out is that they're so compassionate. It's one of the greatest lessons they taught me. They're so humble. And the gratitude, happiness, and thank you. Those three words. It's something you hear all the time, right? Someone yeah. tells you, okay, be happy. Someone tells you, be thankful. Someone tells you, have gratitude. Those three simple words are truly the key for life. And I think that's one of the biggest things that, that a mentor has taught me is that, and always be willing to, if you get in a situation and you're around somebody that you admire, don't be afraid to ask, Hey, do you know someone that can help me? Yes. Uh, so I, I, I think, I think that's a, that's a real good key and a good takeaway. Yeah. And, and going the distance, right? So did you, when you think about your life, I like to ask people if there's that golden thread that golden thread that weaves throughout life about all everything setting you up for where you are today. So what is the theme of your life? That golden thread theme. The theme of my life is to add impact to as many people on the planet as I possibly can. Awesome. And, 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 to, and to leave. And I always feel like you should hustle for your last name, not your first. So setting my family up um, for generations is the golden thread. Cool. So what is one of the greatest books that has had the most impact on you? 
Oh, that's good. Um, I'm looking right now at a bunch of books. Um, let's see. I would probably say, which one is really giving me? It depends on the mood. So there's two books I would say. I think The 48 Laws of Power is a, is a great book. The 48 Laws of Power, and I, I know that the author, Robert Greene, at the time, he was in a dark space, but it would give anyone a good aspect on how to think and how to understand people and situations, whether they're being the best of people, you're able to learn from them, whether they're being people that you know you should stay away from. The 48 Laws of Power is a phenomenal book. Also, too, uh, Brent Bouchard, High Performance Habits is a great book for anybody that is a coach, for anybody that wants to be the best in the game. Those are two books I would highly recommend. Awesome. Awesome. So when you think of habits, and we've talked about habits a little bit, what is one habit that you think people really need to get focused on to really lock on to their dreams? I think the habit, um, I think I said earlier, I I think it's really consistency. I think I've talked to some of the most successful people in the world. Um, and I've talked to people who are going after success and I even talk to people that are creating businesses and people that I coach on a daily basis. And that is really the key. It's the ability to know, okay, every day may not be a good day. Every week may not be a good week, but I'm going to keep pushing. So the biggest habit is to keep pushing, keep going, keep being consistent because there's someone watching you that's waiting for you to not be as consistent. And they're like, okay, that was just a good, that was just a joke. They didn't want to take this serious. Right. Or there's somebody watching you that's saying, yeah, they've been doing this for 40 weeks straight. Okay, I'm paying attention now. So I think, I, I think that is the, that's the memory one habit. Number one habit is consistency because you can suck at what you're doing, but if you keep doing it, you're going to get good. So here's my question for you then. D- did you have doubters and naysayers? Did you have think- people say, you know what, Sean, you're not going to succeed? I think we all have. I, I, I haven't had anybody tell me, um, but I'm pretty sure I think I haven't, anybody, I haven't had anybody that said, hey, you know what, you're, uh, I just don't believe this is going to happen. I don't think I've, no one's told me, but I've, I've seen people that I, and there's times I've been being consistent. I've seen people that I had no idea was paying attention to me that now are paying attention to me, even people that I'm close to. Or, and sometimes if you're listening to this, Sometimes your biggest doubters, your biggest haters, here's a, here's a huge key. Your biggest doubters, your biggest haters are in your family. Your biggest doubters, your biggest haters are people that knew you when you grew up. Those are your biggest doubters. Those are your biggest haters because they see you and they say, you know, oh, I know them from so-and-so. Or, oh, they, 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 they might do this for a little while. Or, I don't know, they got it. But as they see you continue, those biggest supporters are going to be those people who can quickly identify the relatable topics that you're discussing. They're quickly to identify that you got the sauce, per se. Um, But those people that are your supporters are going to notice it so quickly. Your doubters, your haters will have no other option. So that's who your biggest doubters and haters are. But you got to be able to shrug them off and keep going. And you'll know that they're doubters and haters because they won't be saying anything. Yeah. that's the crazy part. (laughs) that's the crazy and it's true because you think the people closest to you would be your greatest supporter but often they're not and and it is because they they often have you locked in at a certain age a certain situation and they remember when this happened and this is how you reacted yeah i think anybody listening to this right now is a high performer and if you are a high performer chances are you're a high performer because nobody in your family was else was a high performer 
you're a high performer because you saw your life, you loved it, hated it, or it could have been better, but you know that there's more in life for you and you're a high performer. And high performers surrounded by low performers, especially in your family, they won't recognize it. They won't see it. I love that. What a golden nugget you've given today. That's awesome. So when, when you think about where you are right now and where you want to go, can you give us a picture of what that might look like? When you talk about uh, dream crazy, what's one of your yeah. biggest dream, crazy dreams right now? Uh, well, one word is greater uh, or, or bigger. Um, and if I look at like, like, like if, if I were to tell you, if you were to ask me this, if we, did, if we did this podcast um, 30 weeks ago. I think 30 weeks ago, I was just probably like on an episode like 10 or 12, just finished with like Ryan Serhan or Evan Carmichael, some of those guys. If you asked me that 30 weeks ago, I would have told you the biggest guest I would ever want to get on the show would be Ed Milet. You asked me last week who was on the show, it was Ed Milet. <laughs> um, and if you were to ask me that 30 weeks ago, and, and I would have probably said, Ed Milet, you know, but I would have never guessed being at his house. I would have never guessed like doing that, going to that crazy. So I think now, I think the biggest goal is people that you wouldn't think could be touched. People that you wouldn't think they even would do an interview. People that, and I say this, I want you to really grasp when I say greater and I say bigger, I'm talking like the top five most famous people in the world. Because I'm getting to the point now where if you keep working hard, you're going to get in the situations, you're going to get around people that are going to change your life. So keep going. But, but I think now when I look at terms of me, the people I have now surrounded myself with, they have phone calls with the top five most famous people in the world. And you're just one step away. One step away. <laughs> so if you're one step away, like you ask me now, like it's, that is really, like I said, the layer of capacity has been blown off. But if you told me I, I'm really one phone call away or one person away from whoever was the, you know what, of the, I don't want to say too much, but <laughs> yeah. whoever you think is the biggest of the biggest, like, yeah, that's, that's definitely going to happen. And it's going to take time. It's going to take consistency. All those things I keep preaching, it's going to take, you know, going through the doubters, going through the haters and not focusing on them, but focusing on your supporters and providing impact and value. And that's, that's the most important part. If you're not, you know, if people are struggling and saying, well, why can't I get these clients? And today I had a post, you know, about never chase anyone, right? <laughs> you can hustle, but you never chase anyone to be your friend, to be a client or to be someone you fall in love with, because you know what? It's going to bite you. Yeah. You're going to be continuously chasing those people, whether it be for payments or anything else. Yeah, and here's the thing about coaching, and I know you have a lot of people that listen to this podcast that, that are either coaches or looking for a coach. I think it's very important, whether you are the coach, this is a good one for you, you're the coach. If you're the coach, go for somebody of high quality, go for somebody that really wants it. They really want it. They don't, they don't care how they got to do it, they really want it, because in times of doubt, they're going to be able to apply whatever you're giving them. I've coached people, so many people who are of high quality, and their results are phenomenal. And I've coached people who claim they want it, they start trying it, and they don't produce any results, and they're not the most ideal client. So if you're someone that's looking for a coach, you got to ask yourself, are you really ready to go all in? Because if you're not ready to go all in, you're doing yourself um, injustice, and you're also doing the coaching injustice because you're both wasting each other's time. Um, but if you really are ready, you really want to go hard, and you know what you want to get through and get done, 
by all means, get you a coach of high quality and be able to bring quality with you. Absolutely. And it's about raising that standard, raising that bar. Because as soon as, as a coach myself and, and you as well, we got to raise our standard to yeah. let those other people around our, our lives raise their standards as well. Yeah. And raise your prices. So like if you coach, so like if you if you if you talk to somebody, let's say you're beginning coaching, you're coaching somebody, and you're doing like a hundred dollars a month, you're gonna get a hundred dollar focus. I, if someone makes thousands on thousands of dollars and, and they invested a hundred dollars in a monthly coaching program, by the time you get off the phone with you, they're not gonna remember anything you said. Now, if someone invests into you thousands of dollars, they're going to remember everything. They're going to write down a note. They're going to cross T's. They're going to dot I's. They're going to apply so much of a focus because their business is about to blow up. So don't be afraid to charge what you're worth. That's a great reminder because I think so many people, they question their worth. Who's going to pay that? I know some of the doubters have said to me in my own family, like, who pays that? I'm like, someone who really wants it and who wants to put in the work because you don't work with people who aren't willing to work it. Exactly. It's a waste of time. Yeah. For both of us. Absolutely. Yep. So what, ha what happens when you feel any resistance? What have you done to push through that resistance to really get to the other side? Surround myself with the right people. Okay. Now, and the reason why I say that is because that is really the, the resistance for me now is a mind game. And, and it's not like, cause there's nobody in my circle cause I've gotten out of my circle. There's nobody in my circle that will resist the move. It, if anything, we all, we, we'll plot strategies. We'll think about a thought and the resistance may come from my own mind, my own doubt. Okay, how can I do this? How can I do that? And in, in being surrounded by the right people, you won't run into you know being resistant. You may run into hurdles. You may run into problems. But if you got to that hurdle, you got to a problem, sometimes a problem is a good problem to have. You know, if, if you have too many things happening at one time and something's blowing up and your sales are booming and you got like your dates and your times all mixed up, that's a good problem to have. You just got to figure it out. So you got to look at it from a positive light and not a negative light. Um, but I can't say too much about resistance because you got to have the right people around you. That's, what's, that's what kind of creates resistance. So how has... Grit. What does grit mean to you? Yeah, grit is something that, that is built up in life before you get to an obstacle. Grit is something that you acquire through going through turbulence. Like for me, one of those grit things that, that and I was in corporate world is I got promoted so much. I got sent to like a, a different state, three hours away from home. Wife was pregnant. Was supposed to be for a short amount of time. Uh, was supposed to be for six months. And for six months, I drove back and forth three hours. Total of six hours, hundreds of miles. I think I put over like 6,000 miles on my car. And I think what I got from that is that the resistance, like you said, but the grit to the point of knowing that, hey, I can accomplish this. And, that, and, and whatever I'm going through right now, it's going to help me through whenever I go through something else. So if, you, if you're wondering how do, you, how do you get grit, go through some struggles you'll obtain it. But remember, as you go through those struggles, it's only preparing you for the next step. Right. And then when what and this is a really important thing that you talk about is so when we're in the struggle, some people can't see beyond that struggle, right? So mm -hmm. it's about knowing that you're not your circumstance. Mm -hmm. Tough times don't last tough people do. Absolutely. So if you start off, let's say you have a bad day, 
or something happens in your day that throws you off track, mm -hmm. what have you put in place so that you can get back on track and back into high gear? Yeah, um, it's all about me is the trans mastering transition. I think when people get into stress or struggle or, or things like that and they keep taking it from place to place, it's because they haven't transitioned well. They've taken that, that bad habit, that bad workload, that bad experience, that bad moment to a good moment and made it another bad moment. So one thing that I've done is that if I'm going through a bad, bad phase or a bad moment, a bad second, I kind of slow down. Remember that it's only temporarily. And I have to think about who do they want me to be? Or, or, or what energy do I need to bring to this next topic or this next goal or this next focus or to this person in this room and go back to center. Right. Cause it's not about who has the fanciest toys or anything to get out of those situations. It's yeah. really about that mindset and what is influencing you right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So it could be listen to Jim quick. It could be, you yeah. know, listening to even one of your own podcasts. Sometimes yeah. we need to get our own advice yeah. <laughs> and uh, really shake things up and really dive into where we need to be. So when it comes to who do you, and I, and you've said this a few times, it's about who do you need to show up as? Mm -hmm. And when you think about it, when you, when you address that, Sean, where is it that you are referring to? Like when you're talking about, is it about the things I have to be, do, have? When you, yeah. when you think about that, just tell us a little bit more. Yeah, for me, it is, it is who, like, I'm all about impact. I'm all about adding value. So for me, like, if, let's say, let's say someone's listening to this right now, they're a manager at a job, right? Mm -hmm. And they had a, they had a hard morning, right? They got the kids ready for school, um, going through some financial issues or they had an argument with their spouse or significant other. Um, I, I think for me is as you transition from out of that car and into that workspace, I think for me that who you need to show up for, it might be those coworkers. It might be your staff. So for me, when I speak on that, it's in the terms of just that in general. Like as, if it's my team, okay, how do I go back to my team and not show that, hey, this is what's really going on? Because my team had nothing to do with that. So I think you got to look at it from that aspect and also with your family. You can have a tough day at work, right? You can have a, t like, if you have a tough day at work, you shouldn't come home and just take it out on like your loved ones. You should think about, okay, how do you transition, go back to center and say, okay, forget work. Work is now in the car. I'll see work tomorrow. All right. Who do they need me to be tonight? Do I need to, you know, cook something? Do I need to pay attention? Do I need to play? Do I need to watch a movie? Um, so that's why when I talk about that, that's what I truly mean is that in that transition phase, think about the other person on the other side of that door that you can add impact and that you can add value to. Cause it really is about serving those people in our families, serving those people, wherever we are, it's about being fully present and being in the moment, right? Yeah. hundred percent. Very, very cool. I love how you've created that master the transition. And, mm -hmm. and I think that's a key thing that often people don't think about, right? They're on to the next thing, diving in. It's like more like a marathon for them than just like, let's take the relay, <laughs> relay approach and hand the baton over to someone else. And now I'm focused here. De definitely. By far it is. But I don't, without a doubt it is. So Sean, what is one of the, who is one of the most inspirational people that has impacted your life? Mm. 
Um, inspirational people that has impacted my life. There's, um, there's a, like, there, I think there's two people that come to my mind. Um, there, there's a guy who was like, when I was uh, with a, a company in the early ages, uh, his name's Brandon. He was very inspirational in my life because he, he also showed me what's it, what it like to, you know, work, right? Be very successful at your job and also be able to have a family. And then there's other people that I've now met. So a good thing about like doing podcasts and doing shows is that you're able to meet people, but create connections with people, right? And some of these people are millionaires, let's be honest. They're millionaires, they're successful, they run hundred million dollar companies. Um, and so another person that's kind of inspirational in my life right now is David Meltzer. So I mean, it's because it's the thought process of understanding. And I think for him, whenever he gives out anything, this is another gem for somebody. A lot of people, when you're in a high space, people want from you, right? They want from you. They want to know what you're going to give them, what you're going to do, what, how can you set them up? I think you got to go into an acts of service. So, and, and that could be as simple as someone says, hey, Sean, you know, I, I want $100, right? Or, hey, whatever, I need $100 to go towards whatever this, or $5 to go here, or whatever. I think when you give them something, you have to say, okay, here, this is for you, and this I want you to give to somebody, but promise me that you'll give this to somebody because there's a difference between just taking from somebody and taking from somebody and also knowing that you have the ability to give. Mm. Giving feels different than taking. Um, so and that's also one of the things I learned from Dave, um, but also being open and being radically humble. Yeah. So I would say those two people are very interesting, but but I think it's just it's also how you you know take in those inspirations from people, and but when you get it, what are you going to do with it? Apply it. Yeah, and knowledge is great, but until we apply anything, it's not going to do anything for us or anyone else around us. Mm -hmm. So if I were to tell you that tomorrow the podcast was unplugged, yeah, what would be the three? things that you would want everybody to know? He made an impact. He valued his family. And his words will never be forgotten. Beautiful. That'll be it. Beautiful. That makes me think of uh, the alchemist, how your words will continue to live on. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's crazy because that's, if you're doing anything and you're in any business, if you could, if, if people, if you could die tonight and people still could hear you, I think that is a crazy gift. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, absolutely. That's a crazy gift. Absolutely. So we're almost at the end. So I just want to really um, showcase you, let people know about your academy. Let us know how we can stay in touch with you or and any final words that you want to share with people about living rich from the inside out, really in life, leadership, business, wherever they're at. And also how collaboration is the key because it's been a, the key to your success as well. Yeah. Um, a couple of things. If whatever you're doing right now, you need, let's say you need help. You need, you need you know, somebody to give you the tips you need or you need to get to this person or get to the spot. A lot of times people talk to me and they're saying, you know, how do you connect with all these crazy, crazy people? Here's the gift I'll give you. I think you need to hear it. The gift I'll give you is don't doubt yourself and you need to speak things into existence. 
So if you're going for somebody, you want somebody to be a mentor, let's say they're on TV somewhere, or you want to get into a news article, or you want to get to your most highest person you can think of, you have to say what your intentions are. You have to say, hey, I want to create a show, or I want to create a business, and it's going to be featured on CNN, CBS, MTV, VH1. I don't even care if you have, are not even going to be on any of these right now. You're speaking into existence, so who cares if you haven't been on these things? Reach out to them. Do not be afraid to reach out. That is one of the hugest keys. Reach out, tell people what your intentions are, how they could add value to whatever your audience is or value to whatever your business is. So don't be afraid to do that. That's one. The second thing I want to tell you is you have to dream it. You have to believe it can happen and you have to go out and get it. If you can dream it, believe it, and go out and get it. I end every podcast with the same quote, same thing. Because if you could just do that, everything else is going to happen. And if you want to, if you're getting inspired at all from any of this content and you're liking anything that we've had a conversation wise, and you want to find out more about me, you can find me on Instagram at Sean R. Anthony underscore. And if you want to go one-on-one business coaching with me, you can go to schoolsovernowwhat.com or you can slide on in the DM. Uh, we offer several different coaching packages. But the people that have, you'll see as you click my page or if you click um, Instagram icon and look under coaching, the people that have joined the program get instant results. And you know why? Because if you're listening to this right now, you're hungry. You have a passion. You have a desire to want more, but you know you deserve more. And if that's you, then definitely find a way to get in contact with me. At Sean R. Anthony underscore, the podcast is School's Over Now What comes out each and every single Friday. So that is it. That's so awesome, Sean, because you know what? Whatever they want, it's going to be peanut butter and jelly time. If they need to, they're going to do it. They're going to make things happen and they're going to leverage resources. They will make it happen. And you will make it happen if, if you totally believe in your dream enough that you're willing to put in the work to get it. Mm -hmm. Right? And you, you just demonstrated evidence. So if Sean can do it, you can do it too. You'll figure it out. And that's how it works in the world. Definitely. Look, I appreciate you so much. I love your podcast. I love the fact that you guys are, are out there over 100 plus episodes. Keep your head up, keep focusing, and keep providing impact and value. And I appreciate you for having me on this platform. Oh, Sean Anthony, it's been a pleasure to have you here. Um, that's a wrap for the Millionaire Woman Show today. And I want you all to think about the three nuggets you're going to take away. Because it's great to listen to this podcast. And, you know, if you're going to take the knowledge away, what I want you to do, we want to challenge you, Sean and myself, we're going to challenge you. We want you to take at least three nuggets and one that you're going to implement in the next 24 hours. What are you going to do? Are you going to leave the phone in the car and just really show up? That's one thing. So think about what is it from what you've heard. Maybe you need to replay this. Send it to your friends. And uh, go on over to www.debrakazowski.com to learn more. Subscribe to the newsletter where you can get the 21 Habits High Achievers Kick to Achieve Success. As Muhammad Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And make sure you go over to iTunes. Give us a five-star high five. Subscribe so you don't miss a single beat of this podcast, The Millionaire Woman Show. Thanks for joining Sean Anthony and myself today. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.